0: Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, February 12th, 2024. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Dan Rubin. A lot of stuff to get into. And we're going to get into a lot of stuff, but the crux of the uh, the show is going to be talking about Chip Kelly and what he's going to bring to Ohio State as offensive coordinator. find that very interesting. The topsy-turvy ride to find Ohio State's offensive coordinator uh, ends with Chip Kelly. At least we think it ends. We think it ends. Hopefully he's here for longer than three weeks. All right, before we get to that, I'll let you guys know about a return sponsor, Joy Mode, and a great deal you guys can get. I think I speak for most men when I say we want to be at our best in the bedroom. The issue is that over-the-counter pills that help in that department contain unregulated chemicals, suggest unsafe doses, and include the risk of several other health problems. That's why we partnered with our friends over at Joy Mode. Whether you're looking to spice up your intimate moments or increase your confidence in the bedroom, Joy Mode makes all natural and science-backed supplements dedicated to helping men perform better across their core functions. Here are the game changers. All ingredients have been assessed in peer-reviewed journals. All ingredients have been studied and researched in humans. I don't know about you, but I'll never go back to prescription or over-the-counter drugs after trying Joy Mode. Small enough to fit in your wallet and take with you on the go, it's the perfect travel companion. Go to usejoymode.com slash bucknuts and get 20% off with code bucknuts at checkout. That's 20% off and free shipping with code bucknuts at usejoymode.com slash bucknuts. Great sex solved naturally. I know Dan Rubin never leaves home without it. Now, Dan, tell the good people people why we're doing another, why Joy Mode um, re-upped I mean, it's because of all these people are buying Joy Mode and using the code BuckNuts. It's that simple. Next,
1: I was going to say, there's probably a few salesmen on here. And uh, re-upping of business is kind of how you do it. You put forth the product and then people purchase it. If they purchase enough, they come to you and say, hey, would you like to sell that for us again? So you nutters are doing well in the bedroom. That's what we know for a fact.
0: There you go. All right. All right. Let's get to... Uh... Other matters of business, um, Chip Kelly, I mean, it's. I just find it interesting. And maybe this is a classic case of me talking myself into something, but the more I think about it, the more I like it. Here's why. There's various reasons. I think Bill O'Brien might have only been here one year. I don't know that for a fact. I tend to think Chip Kelly's done with wanting to be a head coach. I, he signed a three-year contract at Ohio State. That doesn't mean he's definitely going to be here three years, but I definitely don't get a one-and-done feel from him. Um, I feel like if I had to bet, I think he will be here three years. You know, he's, what is he, 60 years old? Um, you know, I I like this higher, Dan Rubin.
1: What's not to like about it? That's, I mean, uh, just to piggyback on what you said there, let's, let's talk about Chip versus Bill O'Brien real quick. You said you thought uh, O'Brien would be on the move. He's already on the move. He's going to be here for one year. Good call. He was here for 25 minutes. I mean, yes, he was looking to get a better job. Clearly, we've seen that because I've never seen that happen before. Secondly, the other guy left a head coaching job at a major school. Now we can sit here as Ohio State fans and poke fun at UCLA's football program. But Troy Aikman went to UCLA, dude. Jackie Robinson played running back at UCLA, okay? This is not some fly-by-night on the national scene program. And he left being head coach to become an offensive coordinator. How many people leave a higher-paying job in Los Angeles for a lesser-paying job in Columbus just in general? Has that ever happened? I don't know. Um, this is a guy who it seems to me, if you read anything about him, I don't think he loved all the stuff of being a head coach before name, image, and likeness and the transfer portal kicked in. He's never been great with the media. He's never been great at kind of adhering to a message and avoiding controversy. He's got a lot of people from the Eagles organization, players and such, who didn't perform as a head coach. If you look at his – I think he coached for four years at UCLA. Is that accurate? First two years, good. years, right? Six, whatever. I know is the first half of his record is better than the second half. Cause he, yeah. he didn't want to recruit. He's not a great recruiter. We don't have to do that here. And people who are worried about Ohio state's ability to recruit quarterbacks because they got chip Kelly. That does not make any sense to me. Will he be out on the road? Uh, you know, like uh, beating down the bushes for prospects. He will not be, will he be a closer that the dad has seen coach in the NFL and know a guy is financially independent and has come back, I think that's really important. We have two guys on our staff, Brian Hartline and Chip Kelly, who absolutely do not have to be assistant coaches. They could be living in the Caribbean. They're financially independent, and they come from the NFL. They're here because they want to be. They love what they're doing.
0: James so Lord, I, I think too it's again. a great
1: call for I don't see how you could be. And then you add in the fact that, look, do you know, and I said this the other day, do you remember how Bob uh, Bill O'Brien was introduced to the American public?
0: Oh, yeah. Chewing out Tom Brady on the sideline. He's the
1: guy on the sideline arguing with Brady. He's no yeah. shrinking violet. And I actually didn't have many chemistry concerns. He's proven he could work for Saban and Belichick. The guy can sublimate his ego, clearly. But now you're bringing in, as I said, one of the three most famous graduates from Manchester Central High School in New Hampshire. You know, you've got... Chip Kelly, Brian Day, and, as you know, Adam Sandler. So these guys go way back. They are tight. You even hear when he spoke about introducing Chip and his wife to the group of coaches, it sounded different than when he talked about O'Brien. This is his guy, man. This is his mentor. And and here's another thing someone said to me. Uh, My wife was like, why would he move from L.A. to Columbus? He was raised in New Hampshire. The cold weather doesn't bother, bother this guy. He's not in it. Also, do you think he had trouble selling his house in L.A.? So he's got, what, a $6 million house in L.A.? You know what you can get for $6 million in Columbus? <laughs> he can put $3 million in the bank and live like a king. So I, I don't see any reason why people would be upset with it. He's a true innovator. Like, he's going to get a chapter in the book, man. When they start talking about offense, modern offense, he may not have been the innovator over the last few years. But the the guy who's going to get credited for the true move to this type of spread offense, he's getting some of that credit. There's no question about that.
0: And it was just two seasons ago, the 2022 season at UCLA, where they had a really good offense. He turned Charbonnet into a second round pick. Um, Charbonnet had a big time year that year uh, in 2022, and uh, that's one thing I really love about Chip Kelly. What he's gonna um, how he's gonna enhance this offense, I think, is with his. Uh, rush concepts something they were really missing without uh, Kevin Ron Wilson um just you know a guy that that's going to and i think it's important to point out that he's not coming here to run the Chip Kelly offense not that it's vastly different than he's coming here to run the Ryan Day offense and enhance it and and i love that cuz Ryan Day and you know i think Day's a little underrated when it comes to you know play caller and people think he's you know, all air raid pass 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 not that good of a you know a running team when, when Day's coaching. It's like, in you know, J.K. Dobbins is the only 2,000-yard rusher in Ohio State history in a single season. That was 2019 Ryan Day head coach. And it wasn't like they just ran the ball that year. They had Justin Fields. They threw it a lot. Um, that being said, I do think Ryan is even – I think he's elite at calling passing plays and designing them. And now you bring in Chip Kelly to enhance the running game It's too bad they don't have stud running backs like Trey Henderson and like Kunshan Judkins or something like that. That would be really The best
1: running backs in the country. It's amazing, man.
0: It's amazing. So, So I I love this Chip Kelly fit because he's going to enhance what maybe is – not missing, but but, but, still had room to be enhanced in Ryan Day's offense.
1: Also, the scheme, he may be able to bring a little tweakage in the running game to maximize the current offensive line. Uh, I know I'm not as – I get it. Every discussion we have now about the future has to have a 30-second dissertation on the need for a right a left tackle on the portal. I get it. I also think the guys that are recruited here are probably a little better than we've seen. And if he can bring a little bit more out of them, you bring 5% more out of each guy, it's like adding a dude. So my hope is he can, a fresh set of eyes can improve the running game schematically to the point where it'll aid the current roster. I obviously love to see him go into the portal and fully expect him to do that. Um, No one from UCLA, I might add, I I, I looked at that question. We peruse the roster deeply. There's one of the reasons he's leaving is there's no good players. I digress though.
0: Well, it's funny that because I was going to bring up this one from Justin on uh, YouTube. Mm -hmm. We've had a few people check in about this. Um, he says, good morning. Are there any players on the UCLA roster we're trying to get? Now, I did have one of my friends who had a pretty funny joke about this, like especially looking at offensive linemen from UCLA. It's like, don't, you might as well not even look. If Justin Fry was recruiting them, there's there's no one we're going to want. I'm like, oh, oh, everybody's a comedian. I thought that was kind of funny, though. It is. No, I, I don't know. I haven't heard anybody. like. There's obviously that kid from Boston College, and everybody immediately was like, ooh, how about this guy? I haven't seen anything like that with UCLA. No, there's, there's no
1: Ozzy Trapeo at uh, tackle there. Even if you go back and look at Tropeo's uh, recruiting profile, he would not have gone to Boston College. It doesn't look like had he not have some familial hook to it. Um, he was a top eight tackle. The other guys are studs. I pointed out that one of the guys ranked behind him, Roger Rosengarten from Washington, killed it at the Senior Bowl. So prospect-wise, he's up there, um, but he's Mr. Boston College. I assume that's not done, but My guess is we probably would have heard about that by now. So I think the uh, crazy train has rolled away.
0: Now, uh, Brian Day said something very interesting last Wednesday because it it was out of character, but he was so candid last Wednesday. It was such a great interview. An hour of power over an hour. It's an hour and three minutes. It was fantastic. Um, And he said something I found interesting when he was asked about the, the final member of his coaching staff. And he said, at this point, we're not talking about offensive coordinator. We're talking about, you know, would he promote James Laurinaitis? And There's talk maybe James doesn't even want to move off the GA role because why does he want to go? Even though he is temporarily on the road recruiting now because they have an open spot, does he really want to do that all the time? It, like and- you were talking about earlier, Dan, Like this is a guy that's got more money than he'll ever know what to do with. So does he really want to just bust his ass on the recruiting trail? Heartline does, though. But I found this interesting. Ryan Day was very specific about this when asked about it. Usually he leaves stuff like this open-ended. Like he'll say, there's no timeline on it. He said specifically, I, I'm looking toward next week that'll get done. And he said, it won't happen this week. I'm looking at next week that'll probably get done. And I'm hmm. thinking, what's going on this weekend in the football world where he, wants, he knows it's not going to happen this week, but he's pretty damn confident it's going to happen next week. Oh, is he looking for somebody from the Chiefs or the 49ers? That's my guess. And I don't have a name for you, but my guess is, and he was asked, Are you going to do a special teams coach again? Or are you going to add a defensive step? He was non-committal on that. I wonder if he's looking at somebody from the NFL.
1: It makes a lot of sense. Um routinely, guys who are in the, the Super Bowl, especially when there's a two-week stretch, they are allowed to talk to other. NFL teams. I don't think guys take interviews with college teams during that two week stretch, if you know what I'm saying. Because after the season, all these other, you know, how many coaching turnover changes? Was there seven changes? Eight coaches in the NFL turned over. So you got eight new staffs. So guys from Kansas City and San Francisco obviously would be candidates on those staffs as well to move up. Maybe he's waiting for those dominoes to fall out. Um, But I like the idea of going to the NFL for for te- for coaching talent. Definitely. Um, and it now seems that coaches in college are making enough money that, um, it's a reasonable choice. I know that there's this growing belief. And I think I would, I would ad- accept it, that we used to think being an NFL coach was more time consuming than being a college coach. Nick Saban has vetoed that, uh, theory. And then you're seeing, you know, the half lead chip Kelly effect is going to get, um, lamented but uh we shall see man i i would really like to see them do that i i just like the idea of getting a younger whippersnapper who's seen more of the innovation that comes in the nfl and this just in every single guy who comes to ohio state wants to go there so bringing more people from there i think also gives the program a certain air um, I'm for it for sure. I think it's a great idea and it makes sense based on your theory. dominoes wise for sure.
0: All right. We'll let you guys know about another return sponsor, which means you guys are buying Omaha steaks. I like that. Keep doing that. Keep, keep helping our sponsors out and they keep giving you guys great deals. 50% off again, Omaha steaks. Un- incredible. And here's our message for you guys. Our friends over at Omaha steaks have another great 50% off deal for you guys. I personally love all of their steaks, ribeyes, porterhouses, Houses. Filet wrapped in bacon, plus they've got a bunch of other great stuff I like, like pork chops, burgers, tons of good side dishes like scalloped potatoes and much more. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless. Endless flavor, endless value, all at 50% off during the President's Day sale. And the only way to get this amazing deal is to head over to omahasteaks.com slash bucknuts and shop the President's Day sale. Load up on all the delicious flavor you crave at half the price. And you can get eight free burgers with select packages. But you're going to want to hurry because this deal will end soon. Every steak and every entree is flash frozen, vacuum sealed, and ready when you want to enjoy it. All by, all, backed by their unconditional 100% money-back guarantee. Score presidential deals during the President's Day sale going on right now at Omaha Steaks. Again, save 50% off site-wide with all your mouth-watering favorites from Tender Juicy Steaks, to delicious comfort meals, decadent desserts, and so much more. Plus, you'll get eight free Omaha steak burgers with select packages. And every purchase is backed by their unconditional money-back guarantee. Simply go to omahasteaks.com slash bucknuts and shop the President's Day sale today and get 50% off your order. Love it. Love it. All right. Tavian St. Clair, say what, he continues... And I've been saying, like you know, Division Three Ohio football. Hey, you know, I and mean, he had a great year as a junior. But man, that's you know, that's that's kind of small school football. It's not. There's like seven divisions in Ohio, seven being the small. So it's not super small. But I tell you, every time this kid goes to a camp, Dan, he shows out. He just went to a Nike camp in a Nike event in uh, Vegas on Saturday. He won the accuracy competition. There were some big time recruits there, big time quarterbacks. And Tavian St. Clair is the most accurate. Last time I checked, that's a good uh, uh, trait for a quarterback to have, but uh, it's good to see Tavian St. Clair tearing it up on the uh, camp circuit.
1: Yeah, that video of that in full is up on 24-7 Sports. Tom Loy put it up there. I don't know what people call it. You want to call it the look test? You want to call it the uh, first impressions or something like that? Tavian St. Clair, dude, is like chiseled from the mold – I don't know. I, I can't. I can't say enough about the look. Physically, even among the other dudes out there, he looks already like he could step. Like he's six three, six four, broad-shouldered, athletic, smooth, handsome. Uh, got great hair. He's literally like what you would if you were marketing a quarterback. Like you, you know, when you build one on Sega, or whatever the kids do now. That's what he looks like. And, yes, there is a slight concern about quality of competition. Bell Fountain is not. Like, Bell Fountain could play Oakwood, and that's how you know. When you're going up against the mean streets of Oakwood, not likely to be a Buckeye.
0: Yeah, their big win this year was against London. London, right. back in the day when I cut my teeth in the newspaper business, I covered London, London, Ohio, obviously. they London beat them in the regular season, then Bell Fountain beat them yeah. in the playoffs at London. So that was a big win. Then they, I, th- I think they won another game. Tavian, I think they won like three games in the playoffs. So yeah, you're right. I mean, again, it's not super small football and we've seen, I mean, Bobby Hoying played like what's St. Henry, like D5. And he was a really good Ohio state quarterback. So you can come from a smaller school in Ohio and, and be fine. And again, it's D3. It's not D7 or D6, but still, um, yeah, that was a concern of mine, but that's why I love seeing him. You're right. He's every bit of six, four straight out of central casting mm-hmm. in the a lot of those guys, you'll see these big quarterbacks, athletic, you know, big guys, big arm. And you're like, maybe he's not as accurate as you'd want him to be. But St. Clair's, like, best trait might be his accuracy. I absolutely
1: love it. If you watch the the accuracy competition, it goes on for longer than I had expected. Um, they, they're they tired by the end of it, if you can see it. And he is just humping throws in there, man. He has a cannon. Um you know they do a great ch- the competition. You can see the short throws and the deep throws. Um, I mean, if you talk about the look test, like we said, he's a central casting is the perfect way to describe it.
0: Yes, Kevin, your your uh, comments are being seen.
1: Was there a question we didn't answer? Kev's getting a little. We'll no, his he just. I, mean, I mean, it.
0: it probably he probably was talking to the the his fellow viewers and listeners uh he probably didn't see his being populated is my guess um so yeah i mean it's it's interesting it's interesting we got brass tacks here we got i i it's, it's what's cool about doing this now for a couple years as far as the live show on youtube we've done the buck nuts morning five for a long time it's like i recognize like at least half the names i think in, in the live chat yeah. i love it i love it Just we got a lot of loyal listeners i appreciate that brass tacks is one of them he says i love small school guys who don't leave their schools shows their loyalty and love for the community, yeah. Everybody in Belfast would have been mad at me when I was saying like, like maybe he should, as a senior, he should come, you know, come to like Hilliard Bradley or some random school like that. I think
1: the vibe was he might end up at Springfield because <laughs> that tends to be a place where quarterbacks go to thrive. Braxton Miller, and then I, the kid they had in recently was like an import from. Um, well, Braxton
0: Wayne, though. Braxton went from Springfield to Wayne.
1: I know what I'm saying is the Springfield Wayne transfer portal used to be vibrant um it was kind of just pick and choose uh but he uh, Braxton I think if you talk to him he's got some Springfield roots now you know what I mean he talks so he's from that that was the thought and you know that Aaron Scott playing quarterback at times last year in the playoffs out of desperation so he's going to stay at Bell Fountain and by the way if you go to high school to play football to get a college scholarship it didn't hurt him so I don't think staying at Bell Fountain is going to be an issue. I want to circle back
0: and talk more about uh, Chip Kelly. And then, because I found a lot of people say this is a good thing because Chip Kelly and Justin Fry work together. We know Ooh. Chip Kelly is Ryan Day's mentor. Um, and these guys are going to have familiarity with each other. They're going to be on the same page. And I get that. I get that. There's also the idea of, do you really want to have your mentor working for you? Do you do you want to have too many buddies not to him, I don't know if you, they consider each other buddies, but do you want to have too many buddies on your staff? I don't know. There's two ways of looking at that, and I really – I don't know where I come down on that, although I guess I do because I think overall Chip Kelly is a really good hire, so I guess that's where I, I come down on it. I see both sides of that issue, though. You know what I mean?
1: We've talked about this a lot, Dave. This isn't just a – I don't want to call it a problem. Football, people tend to hire their friends. Uh, this just in. In business, people tend to hire their friends. Um Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, This is a little different than you're hiring your mentor, but it's very common to see a head basketball coach have his former head coach be his lead assistant. Um, I I don't see that as being an issue. Listen, they were together a long time ago at New Hampshire when they were both probably eating ramen. You know what I'm saying? Now they're multi-millionaires calling football players in a sparklingly beautiful facility with, the most talented football team in the country. So that doesn't feel to me like a situation rife with chemistry issues.
0: All right, last thing we gotta talk about this. I are you know, Nick Bosa and Chase Young so close to getting a Super Bowl ring. Chase Young even had a sack. Nick almost Apparently. had five sacks, but got zero because Patrick Mahomes is not human. Ooh. Um is kind this might be fair or might be unfair. Um, I don't know. Is Kyle Shanahan ever gonna live this type of stuff down like He's now twice as a head coach and once as an offensive coordinator, blown double digit leads in Super Bowls and had his fingerprints all over it. Last night, they've changed the overtime rules. It's more like college now, not about the 25. Like if you win the toss, you want the other team to have the ball first because you need to know exactly what you need to do. Like Andy Reid knew after the 49ers kicked the field goal that he needs at least a field goal. He can't, so they couldn't punt at any time. There's a fourth and one. From deep in their own distance, they might have punted, but they knew they had to go for it. Probably they would have gone for it anyway. My point is Kyle Shanahan messed that up, blew a 10-point lead four years ago in the Super Bowl. Was the offensive coordinator of the infamous 28-3 to three game? You can say, well, that's on the defense for the Falcons when the Patriots came back. Yeah, but if Shanahan just would have ran the ball three times late in the game, the game was over. They were up by they would have been up by 11 to kick the field goal. Anyway, I don't know if you're gonna live something like this down. And I was. It was weird rooting for the 49ers, but I was rooting for them just for Bosa and Chase Young, and there were zero Buckeyes on the Chiefs, but it didn't happen. I don't know if Shanahan's going to live that one down, my man.
1: First, let's, let's take that in reverse order. Let's start with the positive, and this is just um, – I think we said this last time. When Nick Bosa retires, <clears throat> his family can make reservations at the Canton Hotel for five years from the day he retires. That is what a Hall of Fame football player looks like. Um, They know he's coming, by the way. You know what I'm saying? He might be, when he's healthy, the best edge pass rusher in terms of consistency that I've had a chance to watch. I don't know. He'd be in the mix for, 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 for forever. When he's healthy, I told you that story about, I don't know if I told this on this show or another, in his junior year at Ohio State, I don't know if it was that was his last year here. He only played like two and a half games. By the way, if you extrapolate his stats from those two and a half games over the course of the season, he would have broken every single record. There was a third and long in the Rutgers game, which I think was the first game of the year at home. And you ever been in the stands and say something when there's like a lull, and you say, and everyone stares at you, and it's really embarrassing? And I yelled out Bosa time on third down. His dad, because I was with Mr. Bucknut, so my God's seats were worth yeah turned around and looked, and he got a sack 15 seconds later, and I kind of oh, like yeah. shrugged my shoulders. He said the Bosa shrug. <laughs> so <laughs> I, 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 like I said, I keep I go back to this. I've interviewed a trillion high school football coaches. I have only had one ever tell me that a sophomore on his team was the best player that he's ever had. And at the time his brother was coming to Ohio state as it was Joey. He said on the phone, uh, Nick's the best player we've ever had. And even in the, so that's my Nick Bosa thing. Chase Young made one great play and then decided I'm good. Uh, Go back to just running into the offensive lineman. I'll make a prediction. Chase Young is not on the 49ers next year. Chase Young's going to get a one-year deal somewhere for less money than anyone thought um, and have to earn it back. That said, Daryl Tapp is their uh, defensive line coach in San Francisco. If they're waiting for him, I would endorse this heavily. I I covered Daryl Tapp in high school in an all-star game. He wore Kareem Abdul-Jabbar rec specs underneath his helmet. He was a whippersnapper defensive end who kicked butt at uh, Virginia Tech. And I remember in the high school game asking one of the coaches in the all-star game who didn't coach him in high school, what he thought of him, one word, pro. So there you have it. Um, And then as far as Mahomes, I'm of two minds when it comes to Shanahan as I took a really long way to get to that question. Yes, all the things you said are undeniably accurate. But I do wonder if when we look back in the history books, it's going to look at like he lost to Brady and Mahomes. Because if you're 25 years from now reading a – a book about the last X number of years, let's say the last five or six years, it's the Patrick Mahomes chapter, and then there'll be a pictorial on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. They're not going to talk about anybody else. Okay? It's his era that we're living in now. If that's just very clear. Your guy, our guy, Joe, has a chance to be the other guy because he's the only one who's really beaten them in a game that everyone was like, But as far as Shanahan, I have a hard time getting on him just because he beat the Cowboys like they stole something. And he's developed so many coaches, dude. So many guys of his are kicking butt in the league right now that I do accept the fact that he does seem to pucker up. What's the term? Get a little nervous. But I wouldn't, I think Brock Purdy is a nice player. But when you can blitz a guy on third down because his arm just isn't strong enough to get the ball up the field, I don't know, man. I think he did a hell of a job. I think they got unlucky. The ball hit the guy's leg. That's the biggest play in the game. You know, football a, is a tough mistress in that way. You know what I mean? That ball just a thousand times could come down and it hit him once and you lose because of it. Um, I do agree that the overtime rules now, you never should have taken the ball. I'll be honest, I didn't really understand that until seeing it play out um, just because we haven't done it before. Anything that gives Patrick Mahomes any kind of advantage is a mistake.
0: I know he won't admit it. I really feel like and he'll never admit it. He's already talked about it. He even said they – we checked the analytics. The analytics say the other team should kick off. But I think Shanahan didn't know the rule. I really wow. think he forgot the rule that – I think he thought if they scored a touchdown, game over. Which is was you, a McNabb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was bad enough when a quarterback. That was in wasn't he head it? head coach doesn't. Now, again, he's not going to admit that. I just—that's my take. Especially then he drops the well. The anal- we were going by the analytics. No, that you're not going by the analytics at all. Yeah. You're not going by the analytics. And Andy Reid was so classy. He was like, by the way, I will point out. We're not. I'm not going to trash Kyle Shanahan too much because Andy Reid, who's now a legendary coach, won that long ago, Dan, as you know, he had the label of can't win the big one. You know, he yeah. can get to the NFC championship game, but he can't win it. He can get you support. can't bet on
1: Andy Reid. used to be in the playoffs. Don't bet on Andy Reid.
0: And and Shanahan's like 44 years old or something like yeah. that. So I, I get all of that. But still, man. He'll be back. Blowing three leads like that. I mean, that's, that's pretty bad. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I, I'm just kind of rambling on now. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, great show. Appreciate all you guys joining me. Great stuff from Dan Rubin keep buying stuff from our sponsors. We appreciate that. And they do too. You guys get great deals. Uh, Again, thanks to Dan. Thanks to all of you. We appreciate it. Hope everyone has a great rest of your day.